gracious host, the Stormy Poet. I'm thrilled you are able to join me today, wherever you're at, whatever time it is. Today's episode is brought to you by RootofAllLove.com. It's my official website. That's where you can view additional written content that complements what I do on my podcast. And that's where you can find some of my literary artwork related to the platform's theme. So give that check that out if you get a chance, man. I would really appreciate it. Um, as always, as I always like to do at the beginning of all my podcast, I always like to reach out to or extend an invitation to anyone out there who may be going through any kind of mental health issues or anything like that. If you're going through something personally, I always like to make it a point that, um, whatever you're going through, if you're going through a personal thing or something, you know, something's going on in your life, man, and you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to. Definitely feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know what I'm saying? I've actually been in situations like that myself. So, you know, I'm willing to help anywhere that I can. I know a lot about the topic and I have a lot of uh, insight on it that I can share with anyone out there who's going through anything. So definitely feel free to reach out to me. And if I can't give you the answers, man, I definitely am in touch with uh, different people and different resources. And I can get you the answers that you need if it comes down to that. So feel free to reach out to me with anything no topic is off limits sometimes just talking to somebody about something makes all the difference so definitely feel free to do that i'm sending that uh, invitation and you're more than welcome to reach out to me and the way that you can hit me up and not just for you know any things you know any problems that you're having or that you're going through but you can also hit me up with your relationship questions I am at root. Excuse me, I'm about to get my website. My bad. I am at the levels of love at gmail.com. That's my official email address. It's the levels of love at gmail.com. Hit me up with all your relationship questions. I'll be glad to answer them. And I always enjoy chopping it up with the listeners and giving y'all advice, man. I, you know, slowly and slowly. More and more, I'm, they're starting to trickle in, which is good, man. Like I said, I, <laughs> you know, about before the pandemic, I really had a a more solid kind of platform going on there where people could reach out to me and, you know, talk to me and stuff. And I kind of stepped away from it to do personal things during those um, couple of years, especially during the pandemic. Man, the pandemic was was wild for everybody. But now I'm getting back into the swing of things and more and more people are starting to reach out and I love it, man. Um, And I'm actually, you know, I actually give advice, but I'm actually learning from you all. You know, a lot of the advice I give on here is based on, you know, different things that I've studied and things that I've read, but it's also based on personal situations that I've been in. But, you know, I haven't experienced everything, so I'm also learning from you, the listeners, man. So I appreciate y'all reaching out to me, man. It's, it's been a wealth of knowledge. And that's that's how I want it to be. You know, we're both bouncing ideas off each other. You know, the, the host is bouncing ideas off the listeners and vice versa, man. That's how it should be. We're exchanging, having a respectful exchange and a constructive exchange of ideas. So that's a beautiful thing, man. So definitely keep your comments coming. Um... I'll put my phone number in the description. I have like my Google number. You can also text me too. Uh, You can call me, but I probably ain't going to pick up, to be honest. 
calls with you. I mean, there's so many spam calls. And, you know, actually, I wouldn't have a problem with picking up. It's just, man, there's so much spam nowadays. You really don't know who's, you know, what's spam and what's business. I mean, you know, the Google number can only do so much in terms of, like, you know, filtering out calls and whatnot. So, I don't have a problem with people calling me. It's just, you know, like, it's better that you text me so that I know you're not spam. You can just say, hey, you know, TSP, I got a question for you. Feel free to hit me up on the text, man. It's definitely welcome. For sure. I don't want to make it seem like I was being standoffish or anything like that. No, definitely hit me on the number, man. Real talk, man. And I like Google Voice, too, because it helps you organize everything. I, You know, you, you go into your little Gmail or your, G, or your Google suite. And you got all your apps there and stuff. It just helps me organize things. So feel free to hit me up. Anywho, what's going on in the news right now? Um, yes, a couple of things that I came across this week kind of stood out to me. Um, I'm not sure when he passed, but I heard I heard the uh, gentleman Bob Barker then passed away. And he's the he was the longtime host of The Price is Right. I'm not sure if a lot of you younger cats, and I'm not old by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm, you know a lot of younger cats they didn't really grow up uh, watching Bob Barker like that on The Price is Right. You know, now I think it's Jim Carrey. I think it's been Jim Carrey for a while. If it, Jim Carrey, yeah, Jim Carrey. Who am I thinking of? Not the comedian. Jim Carrey is the. Maybe I'm getting my people mixed up. But anyways, I'm sure y'all will correct me in the comment section. But basically, the uh, guy hosting it now, Drew, I think it's Drew Carey. I'm sorry, man. I'm over here in a brain fart. No, Drew Carey is the one hosting it. I'm, I'm talking about Jim Carey, the, the actor or whatever. But no, Drew Carey is the one that's been hosting it, to my knowledge, up until this point. But in any case, no, Bob Barker passed away, man. And... <sighs> That said, I mean, it was it was kind of time. I mean, all, all, all respect, with all due respect, that dude been around for a minute. Yeah, that dude has had a long life. I mean, at some point in your life, it's just kind of like, man, I, I'm, I done seen enough. I'm good. I done. I didn't, like in the words of Willie Nelson, I I've been everywhere, man. I'm I'm cool in the game at this point, man. I, I I don't know how old he was. I know he was up there, but I heard he died from natural causes, man. He he died peacefully in his home. I mean that dude, had, from what I read, that dude had a heck of a life, man. I heard the dude knew how to fly like several different types of aircraft. Like he was supposed to go to war. To my knowledge, he was supposed to go to war. I think it was like World War II. He was supposed to go to war. Uh, he got drafted, but the war ended before he had to go in. So, dude knew how to fly all types of aircraft. I mean, he was on The Price is Right for decades, man. And he was a you know staunch advocate for animal rights and whatnot, man. I shoot. He was telling us to get our pets spayed and neutered before we even knew what them terms was, man. That dude... You know, I saw, I saw something on somebody post something on Facebook about this, but he, you know, just mean floating around, you know, um, about him when he passed talking about this man was the story of my childhood when I was sick. I mean, no kidding. 
No kidding, man. When we were sick as kids back in the day, that daytime lineup of all them game shows was just solid. Y'all remember the plink? Was it the 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 plinko, the plinko, or something? That little thing where you dropped the little disc down from the top. That game on the prices, right? Where you drop the little disc and it just kind of bounces around until it falls in one of the slots and whatever. That that was my favorite one, man. I love that. You'd be at home sick as a dog. <laughs> Temperature be at 100, 104, but you, you'd be watching The Price is Right, man. None of that even mattered. You, was, you already felt better. <laughs> Story of my childhood, man. That was my favorite part about being sick, man. But being sick back in the, you know, the 90s was fun. <laughs> it was a blast. Only, only bad part was that nasty ass medicine we had to take, man. You know, my mom used to feed me some medicine. I'm like, it tasted like you drinking an oil slick. Other than that, being sick in the '90s was great. We had the prices right. Amazing times. But I digress. In other news, um, you know, I saw at this uh, festival over there in Nevada called the burning man festival i ain't never heard nothing about it and it's ironic that it's called the burning man festival because there was seventy thousand people who attended it and from what i read man they got they got trapped at the festival because there was this rainstorm you know they got all types of monsoon seasons over in Devon, uh, or excuse me nevada you know they have these rainy seasons and it rained so much that it made things so treacherous, like, you know, with the mud and, um, you know, the water and everything that, you know, the, the flows of water and the, and the mud and everything, they couldn't get out. So they got trapped basically at that uh, festival and they, they were trying to get out. And basically like the, uh, the local and state governments was telling them to shelter in place. They're like, Hey man, y'all stuck there, which is crazy. They, they can't come get them out. <clears throat> And I imagine that they probably could. It's just the amount of resources it will probably take to, to come do a rescue operation or to, to come get those people out of there. They, they would like, man, look, uh, that mud going to dry up in a little bit. Cause, I mean, it is the desert. Uh, yeah, we ain't really trying to extend those resources like that to, to come get y'all out of there, man. Uh, y'all be all right. They tell them to shelter in place. That's hilarious. It's basically, y'all stuck like Chuck. It, it, it would cost way too much to come and try to get y'all out of there. So, nah. Y'all are good. And on a side note, man, that's kind of why I really don't do large groups of people like that, man. It, it's just too many variables to take into account, man. I don't really like doing large groups of people. I never really have, to be honest with you, man. I... I've been to a total of three concerts in my life and they were small venue concerts and they were like small indie artists that I found on my own. And it was like, you know, it's probably a total of like at most 80 people there and it was inside. It wasn't no like, you know, Woodstock type of thing where everybody's outside and people are crowd surfing and doing stuff like that. No, I mean, I've never really been in the crowds like that. I just don't do it. Specifically for this very reason, like for instance, out where I live out here in um, 
how I live out. I live out here basically down the street from downtown Fort Worth, man. And they're actually having a concert this month that Shaquille O'Neal is actually uh, hosting, man. He's going to be the DJ. He does uh, EMPD. I think that's how you say it. If, if I'm wrong, correct me in the comment section. But he does that kind of music. He DJs that kind of music, which I didn't know till like a couple of months ago, which is crazy. But now, nah, um, apparently Shaquille O'Neal lives out here. Shaquille O'Neal lives up in Carrollton, which is probably about an hour away from me up north. But he lives up there. Supposedly, he's a huge fan of Texas, man. I mean, he even did. Um, I saw he well, he did a song with the rapper Zero, the Houston rapper. He actually did a song with him. I'm like, I didn't know he had an affinity for Texas like that. Apparently, he has a bunch of businesses out here and stuff like that. But, yeah, he's having a concert, man. And it's like right out on the riverfront over by the Trinity River over in uh, that runs through or rather adjacent to downtown Fort Worth. It's a beautiful, beautiful river, man. They got the little forks and everything. It's, it's a beautiful river, man. I, they got all kinds of, you know, parks and restaurants set up beside it. They Really, they're trying to become like basically what the river walk is in San Antonio before long. But in any case, they're having the concert there. And I mean, it's, it's kind of close to where I work, man. I could literally could drive over there. It's just, again, crowds of people. I'm kind of good on that. We live in the era of the mass shooter too. I'm good. I'm not knocking anybody that likes groups of people like that. Do your thing. Knock yourself out. Do your thing. I'm not knocking you. You know, I just, that's, that's one of them things I could just, you know, they say you gotta, they say you gotta live life to the fullest and you gotta get out here and take risk and, you know, you have to do things to fill the rush. You know, that's kind of one of the things I'm cool with not ever doing again. To be honest with you, it's like bungee jumping. It's like, you know, you got to feel the rush and you got to, you know, do the adrenaline, feel the adrenaline and do stuff like that. I'm cool on that, man. I don't really. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but it's safe. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. You know, it's, it's not funny, but when and rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his daughter. But when that helicopter crash went down which is very tragic um when i found out about it my neighbor came and told me but then my ex i was with my ex at the time you know we talked about it she called me i'm like hey did you hear about that and she's like yeah i heard about it she's like the first thing i thought of was you because you said you wouldn't go in helicopters (laughs) i'm like you're damn right there's just certain things I don't do. I don't do helicopters. I don't do bungee jumping. I don't do skydiving. None of that, man. I'm cool on that. I'm cool with not experiencing those things. There's certain things I like to do, like, you know, like zip lining. That's cool. That's that's relatively safe. There's things I like to do for the adrenaline rush or whatever. It's just certain things where it's just like, I'm cool with never experiencing those. But that's just me. Y'all do you. You feel me? Anyways, the topic I wanted to touch on in this Levels of Love podcast, this edition of the Levels of Love podcast. Today's topic is can men and women be friends? Now, this came up, this topic actually came up with a person I was talking to, you know, the young lady I was speaking with. 
And we actually got on this topic and I thought it would be constructive to do a podcast based on it because I'm, it's a topic that I'm sure comes up a lot, especially for men and women who are getting in relationships with one another. And a lot of people are getting with, you know, this, a lot of people get with their male or female partner and they're friends with a dude or a chick. And they want to know if that's cool or not. They want to know if they have something to be worried about. So I wanted to break down, is it, and I wanted to dive into, is it cool for men and women to just be friends? Or can men and women just be platonic friends? Now, typically this comes up when uh, there's a breakup. Typically this particular scenario comes up when there's a breakup. And what you have in a lot of situations is where, you know, these two people have been together and they end up not working out. And they basically want to be friends. You know, they decide, hey, you know, we didn't work out, but we can still be friends. We can still have a friendship. And um, based on what I've seen and based on what I've experienced, that typically doesn't work. Not long term in any anyways typically when two people break up and they try to do the friendship thing it doesn't work and even if they're cool for you know a little while in the end they're going to end up getting distant and it's going to end up not working now that being said I didn't say that you couldn't be, you know, cool with your exes, meaning that you ended things amicably and you ended on good terms. So, you you know, you, you ended things in a respectful way and y'all still say hi, bye, hey, what's up every now and then. I didn't say that that was not the case. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, rather, my exes still actually talk to me. They still actually reach out to me. I got a couple of my exes I still chop it up with every now and then you know, they reach out to me with you know for advice or just general knowledge I'm a guy who knows a wide range of different topics and different you know subjects so I can give them different life advice so we still correspond and we still you know dialogue with one another I'm cool with doing that with anybody that's just who I am I like giving people information to help make their lives better. Now, for the sake of putting my business out there, me and my exes, uh, from time to time, for old time's sake, we make it do what it do. Again, at the risk of putting my business out there, you know, every now and then, hey, for old times sake to let the, to let the good times roll, so to speak, hey, but that's my point though. We're not platonic, strictly friends. That's my point. And that's hard to hear for a lot of people because the ideal, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
in a perfect world, you know, men and women should be able to be friends. You know, whoop de woo. We could, we should be able to control ourselves, and we can as adults. I'm not saying that we can't. I'm just saying, for the most part, biology is a son of a gun. And the thing is, if you were if you were in a relationship with somebody and it didn't work out, you really kind of can't be. You can't just go to being platonic friends. And the reason for that, and I learned this, you know, as I got older, the reason for that is because the original goal was not to be platonic friends. When you started dealing with this person in in a romantic sense, the goal became we're trying to get married. We're trying to be together. You know, we're trying to build a family, etc. We're trying to spend the rest of our lives together. Essentially, we're trying we're dating so that we can prepare for marriage to spend the rest of our lives together the goal was never to become just friends you see if you're going into it with the goal to become just friends that's different however once you've taken that step and you've gone into romantic territory the goal no longer is to be friends that's why it can't work and you know a Especially when y'all didn't seen each other naked. Come on now. Real talk, man. Y'all didn't, y'all have intimately shared each other or shared uh, yourselves with one another. And yeah, man, once you make that connection, you can't just by default go into friendship mode. It don't work like that. And again, not to put my business out there, but I already did, so here we go. Yeah, me and my exes can chop up game and do whatever, but, you know, I'm single right now. You feel me? I'm single and we can do that, but those feelings and those emotions are still there. So when we get around each other, I mean, you know, the nostalgia kicks in and we start reminiscing. Hey, remember when we did what we did back when we did whatever? All right, yeah, there you go. We can't ever just be platonic like that, like that. Now, one of my exes every so often reaches out to me just to ask me, you know, a particular question. We don't really physically come to, you know, like physically meet up or do anything like that. And, you know, she asked me like financial advice and stuff like that. You know, we leave it at that. And that kind of leads me into one of my next points. Um, can there be a situation where men and women can just be platonic friends? Yes. Now, I should mention that there's there's exceptions to the rule. Before I go into you know my final point, where I'm going to break that thing down, but these are the exceptions to the rule in terms of men and women being actual platonic friends. And I just mentioned my ex. You know, every now and then she'll hit me up for financial advice or you know she's trying to make an investment in something and I'll give her advice on that that's cool in the game it's normally via email we haven't met in person in uh, probably damn near going on a decade but can there be a situation where men and women can just be platonic friends yes Um, one of those scenarios is if they're not attracted to one another That could be a scenario right there. Hold on, let me get a swig of my...
vitamin water. I just got out the gym not too long ago. Hold on just a second. <sighs> Thank you. But yes, there can be a situation like that if they're not attracted to one another. For instance, I have homegirls who they're not ugly physically by any stretch of the imagination. They're actually very cute. It's just for one reason or another, I'm not really attracted to them like that. Furthermore, we got history like we probably grew up together. Like one of my homegirls, we actually grew up on the same block together. And her sister and my sister were childhood friends. So we, you know, we kind of came up together. She's always been like a sister to me. There's always kind of been that family kind of dynamic going there you know she would come over to my house and eat with my family vice versa back in my uh back in the days you know i would go over there you know eat, eat thanksgiving with her family i'm cool with her mom so it was a little bit different we it was genuinely on some family type stuff you feel me so that kind of she kind of gives me like sister vibes i ain't really attracted to sister vibes because I mean it's it's like a sister to me I ain't really attracted to my sister like that and vice versa she's the same way so you know it's not that not that she's unattractive or whatever it's just our dynamic is a little bit different and I'll get a little bit more into that later on but basically if you're not really attracted to one another that can kind of work there's never really been any kind of romantic chemistry between each other. And you kind of see each other on some brother, sister type stuff. That's different. Now, notice I said we grew up together. Notice I said we we had almost kind of like a family vibe going on for much of our childhood. That's a little bit different. And I got a couple of homegirls that are like that. I didn't just meet them like in college or something and we started talking and chopping it up and then I said, oh, they're like a sister to me. I didn't meet them at work or something like that or something like that and then we've been talking for a couple of months and then I could say, oh, they're like a sister to me. It wasn't nothing like that. I mean, there legit was different dynamics that basically... We interacted almost damn near as family. And I bring that up for a reason. Because, and this is for the fellas. A lot of the times when you start dealing with a lot of these women. And they tell you, oh, I got a friend. And he's just a friend. And he's like a brother to me. He was there, you know, at a very tough time in my life. A lot of the times, they really didn't have that dynamic. And men do it too. Men, you know, they have all. Oh, she's just a homegirl. Men do it too. It's a little bit different. But just to put that out there to the fellas, man, that whole he's like a brother to me. Nine times out of ten, it's a bunch of horse crap. And I'll get a little bit more into that later. Now, the second scenario where a man or a woman can just be platonic friends is if they're a business association. And what I, mean, what I mean by that is they strictly do business, nothing else. They don't hang out alone together. 
They don't go on, you know, even on business trips. They ain't really trying to go on no business trips and stay in the same hotel with one another. These are people that strictly do business and nothing else. And that's kind of what me and one of my exes have, who I mentioned earlier. It's strictly business. You know, it was a great relationship while it lasted and everything like that. But all we talk about now is business. And that's cool. I'm fine with that. I like that. We both grown and we both matured and we both learned a lot of things. And we're like, hey, you know, even though we didn't work out romantically from a business standpoint, we can work out great. You dig? That's real talk. I remember a story with the rapper Slim Thug out of Houston. And I'm bringing up all kinds of H-Town rappers tonight. Hilarious. But I remember a story, um, I can't, it was on some hip-hop blog, I don't even think it exists anymore, but he was basically talking about, he was trying to do uh, some business with this real estate agent, and he was trying to uh, get some properties in order, and he was trying to own some properties and, and, and buy some land and, and uh, rent out these properties, and he was trying to uh, negotiate with this real estate agent, and yeah, uh, she was cute, you know. He, he, I think in the in the, uh, the article or the piece or whatever, it even showed the picture of the agent. She was well known in Houston, and dude ended up banging her out. And I guess it was an interview. They interviewed him or something. He says he he regretted doing that because the deal ended up being a bust. He ended up ruining. He ended up ruining the uh, real estate deal that he was trying to make. He ended up ruining it because he messed around and got involved with the agent, and, and I guess she got ticked off that he wasn't really trying to be with her long term. It's you know, he ended up ruining the deal. And he said, "Hey, man, that's why I'll never mix business with pleasure ever again." He said, "I learned my lesson. I, I messed. I messed up my paper uh, because I started thinking with my with my." With, what, what are they calling it in England, in the UK? <laughs> with my willy. I started thinking with my willy. You feel me? <laughs> and I feel him on that. Any man who's conducted business, and you know, you're going to eventually have to do business with attractive women. We've all been there, man. And that's a lesson you got to learn very quickly, is you got to learn that if a woman's coming to you wanting to do legit business, man, you got to shut your, your willies thinking off and think with your actual brain. It's not worth your paper, man. So yeah, you can have that professional relationship, man. It's, it's women that I'm strictly professional with, man. And had I been thinking with the, I've messed up a lot of business situations in the past doing that. And I learned my lesson. And it's women that I do business with now who are fantastic at what they do. And I'll never take it. And, and, you know, they're attractive, but I'll never, ever, ever, ever again take it to that level or try to take it to that level. Because your business is way more important than getting some little physical pleasure. That's real ass talk. So, yes, you can't be a business associate. And if your partner has a problem with that, you know, that's that's a different issue. But yes, you can 
be business associates and get some business done. That's important. And the third scenario where it's cool for a man and a woman to be cool with one another platonically is if they're gay. That's fine. If they're gay, you know, your lady is, is cool with a gay dude, then that's that's fine. Now, he has to be ten toes down gay. It can't be no wishy-washy. I'm, hey, I'm still trying to experiment. I, I'm trying to find myself, and I don't really know. No, no, no. I can't be none of that. And I said gay, not bisexual. <laughs> I said gay, not bisexual. If they are dudes and they are down with... Without me getting too graphic, if they are down with, with other men, ten toes down, that's fine. That can work. Same with the women and the men. You know, if your dude is, is friends with a stud, that's a little different. It depends on if she's a cute stud or not. Okay. <laughs> If she's a, all right, if she's a cute stud, ladies. If your dude is friends with one of them, you might be you might want to be a little bit worried. It's a little bit different, and and again, is it fair? No, but I mean, we're different as men and women. We just are. It's a little bit different if it's a cute stud. If if the right dude gets around the right kind of stud, uh, them overalls can turned into a sundress real damn quick just saying <laughs> if she gets around the right kind of dude it's a little bit different of a dynamic there that's just me keeping it a buck you don't have to like it i'm just keeping it honest with you you dig and i'm speaking from experience just saying and You know, to the fellas, if you cool with a stud, I mean, I'm, you know, I got to look at you. Dude, she might try to get at your lady. If she's fly like that, you got to look out for that. <laughs> but no, nah, if they gay, if they, you know, if they really genuinely are down you know, with the same sex, then that's cool in the game. You can kind of work that out. I, some of my exes have been cool with gay dudes, and they've been cool. You know, they, they never tried nothing on my lady or anything like that. So, yeah, it's cool in the game. Now, outside of those three scenarios I just broke down, can there be a situation where men and women can just be platonic friends outside of that? No. <laughs> Not no, but hell to the... It, does, it doesn't work, man. It, again, there are exceptions to the rule. Of course, there are exceptions to the rule. Let me get a drink real quick. I'm thirsty as all get out, man. I did ab day today, man. And my abs, they basically were made of a uh, silly putty. I have been made of silly putty up until this point. So, man, my abs are freaking... Wearing my behind out, man. I'm thirsty as I'll get out, but we're going to get through it, man. But, yo, can men and women be platonic friends outside of those things? Yes, there are exceptions to the rule, but they're the exception for the reason. They're not the rule for a reason. For the most part, 
we just got to be honest about these kinds of things because my whole thing when it comes to platonic committed relationships and this is for both the fellas and the ladies out there if you're genuinely trying to be faithful if you genuinely excuse me genuinely are trying to be faithful and committed to one person and be and to be platonic to one person there's a rule that you're going to have to adopt and i feel like what's been the breakdown of so many relationships in this day and age is they've not adopted this this philosophy that you have to as a even as an adult even even as adults with free will and you know mature adults even from the most disciplined adult in terms of being faithful to your mate what you have to adopt is protecting yourself or the the idea that you have to adopt is protecting yourself from yourself temptation is a mug as much as we like to think that you know we're in control of ourselves we got this if you play with fire you're gonna get burnt if you entertain or if you give temptation an inch, it'll take a mile. The goal should be to not even put yourself in situations where you could be tempted. You feel me? And in the situation where you're being friends with a member of the opposite sex outside of your relationship the thing about it is eventually if it's your friend or your whether it's your male or female friend if you're a girl or a boy if it's your friend friends typically are going to hang out by themselves at some point you feel me eventually it's going to happen y'all are going to be y'all are going to want to set something up to go hang out and or to go spend time with one another and you know the person you're with is not always going to be there. Right? And that's the thing. When a man and a woman are alone, things potentially could go down. It's male, female biology. It, especially if you're somewhere alone. Now, would it always necessarily go down? Of course not. For the most part, though, if no one knows and there's no accountability, if you put yourself in a situation like that and no one would ever find out or anything like that, dude, temptation is a mug. I try to censor myself. I don't want to say something else, but I'm trying to cut down on my profanity. So, you know, but yeah, everybody listening knows. And truth be told, this topic really comes up when you know a man is trying to or this situation really comes up when a man is trying to get with the woman that he really likes you know and they're getting to know each other and she busts she busts out and tells him or she breaks it to him hey i got male friends and you know dudes especially man dudes are very territorial and you know we ain't really trying to hear about your male friends like that just keeping it a buck and you know to the ladies y'all really ain't trying to hear about y'all dudes female friends but with us especially, it's just like, you know, you start telling us about this guy and he, oh, he's, he's nobody. And, and, you know, we're like, who's that dude you, you talk to? 
oh, well, you know, he's just like a brother to me. It always, they always say they're like a brother to me. But when you start really cross-examining them and really questioning, it's just like, well, you know, you're an attractive woman and, you know, you're friends with this person. They ain't never really tried to, like, make a pass at you or nothing like that. Yeah, but, you know, I, and I told him I, I really didn't think it was cool. And I just wanted him to respect the friendship. And, you know, um, I thought I didn't want to ruin things between us. So, you know, I, I turned him down. Okay. So he only did it once. Uh, yeah, no, he did it a couple of times. And when you start cross-examining, things start coming out. You feel me? The more you d- dive deeper into it, it was never just a situation where they were just platonic friends, where they just came over to each other's crib crib and was sipping hot cocoa by the fire sharing, you know, ghost stories and shit. It was never like that. They never were just having like sleepovers and having pillow talk. It was never like that. One party or the other tried something. You feel me? And women from a very young age get male attention. From the time y'all are like, Damn near 15, 16, y'all are getting there. I mean, you know, there's some guys out there. I digress. But from a very young age, y'all are getting sexual attention from a very young age. Sex isn't really new to y'all. To a lot of men, sex is very new to us when we're 22, 23. So if we're getting any kind of sexual attention, it's like, man, this is great. This is fantastic, man. We treat that like a hot commodity when we're that age. Y'all are just used to it. Y'all are used to guys just kind of circling around like uh, airplanes at an airport. My man Jason Black on his channel, The Business, talked about this. Y'all are used to dudes just circling around like airplanes circling around trying to land in a damn airport. Y'all are used to that. Y'all get off on that, you know, attention and everything like that. Y'all get off on dudes sweating y'all and... Y'all know that that quote-unquote male friend, you know he's waiting in the wings. You know, he, you already know he's really trying to, he just, he really doesn't just know how to close the deal. But y'all know he's trying to get his foot in the door. Y'all know. But you like that attention. And if it doesn't work out with the dude that you're currently talking to, you can still get the, you know, get that emotional boost if it doesn't work out because you know dude will still be waiting in the wings and telling you what you want to hear blah 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 women don't really circle men like that they don't really circle the airport for dudes like that because they got a bunch of dudes circling them and you know if a woman's interested in you you got to kind of act kind of fast women ain't really sticking around hovering around like that you feel me so that's why I, I single out the females in that case and I tell the dudes if a woman comes to you talking about I got a dude friend you gotta check that the woman I deal with if I'm dealing with the woman that I really like that I'm really feeling I don't really deal with no male dudes like that if I'm dealing with a woman I'm looking for her to get with my program I don't need another dude in her ear Telling her different things. And girl, you should, if he's not doing X, Y, Z. Now, he's not the one dating her. And he's not the one in a relationship with her. But he's given like little 
Now he's putting little bugs in her ear about certain things and influencing. Nah, I'm good. Influence if he's influencing her in a particular kind of way. And you know, they're having little uh heart to heart talks. I don't really need another dude in my woman's ear like that. Fellas, you shouldn't want that either. Check a woman on that. Um, ladies, if your dude has female friends, if it's anything outside of that scenario that I named, eh, that's a little different. Now, there's a little bit of a different dynamic when it comes to dudes because, and this is an ugly truth, but it has to be said. While dudes can't really have female friends like that. And, and one more thing before I forget. To the fellas, before I forget. Because, you know, I'm ADHD sometimes. But it's all good. I, I always bring it back home. No, for the fellas. Women know that those dudes are doing what they're doing. Like those male friends. They know that they're waiting in the wing trying to put the, you know, get their foot in the door. They know that. Don't think that they're naive. Don't think that they're naive about that. And they know that. And the reason I know that they know that is because, and I learned this back in my very young, young 20s. A lot of the women I was cool, quote unquote, cool with, I was cool with a gang of women back in the day. This is back in the MySpace days, just, just to give you a reference point. But I learned that, you know, and we would talk all the time, you know, we chopping it up and stuff we would talk all the time and everything like that on the phone and whatnot and i noticed though whenever they got a dude they would cut off all communications as they should as they should and uh, you know back then you know, i kind of like well damn you know you been all right yeah just i've been good and then i see that you know they're with the dude and i learned very quickly yeah they cut me off because they, they're with that dude now because at the end of the day, they know their dude ain't going to be cool with them being friends with my ass. And I'm like, all right, cool. I learned that at a very young age. And I respected that. I'm like, I, I wouldn't want my lady being friends with some dude either. I can respect that. And a lot, um, a lot of my former homegirls, man, we were cool. You know, I, I got a couple now, but a lot of my former homegirls, man, we'd be cool and real close and everything like that. And then they would just suddenly cut me off. And then I, I started learning, you know, I would see on their little Facebook page in a relationship. And so I'm like, okay, they got to do now. I can rock with that. I can respect that. Because I wouldn't be cool with my lady being friends with some dude and we were together. That's just me. Now, uh, ladies, if you're, and this is what I was going to get to earlier, that ugly truth. An ugly truth that we don't really talk about enough is dudes kind of have to keep women, specifically attractive women in their circumference, even if they're in a committed relationship with their lady. And the reason for that is, and again, it's an ugly truth, but, you know, life is messy, man. This is real talk. Fellas, ladies, you don't have to like it, but I'm just bringing up some real ass talk. Your woman kind of needs to see that other women are attracted to you. 
if they see that other women are attract or are not attracted to you, they start kind of becoming unattracted to you. So men kind of need to keep other women around. As much as the women don't like to outright admit it, but they kind of like for a dude to have other women in the mix. Not saying that, and I'm not condoning cheating or anything, doing anything like that. I'm just trying to say women like to see other attractive women in a man's circumference that they kind of just keep around in the wings like that. So while you might not necessarily be friends with them, quote unquote, like real friends with them, you know, it'll be a situation or it needs to be a situation where every now and then, you know, you got like an attractive person or attractive woman on your social media. And, you know, they say something about a topic, you know, you don't go comment on one of their pictures like, oh, my, you got a big ass. That's just blatant disrespect but every now and then they'll post something and you write a little comment on it hey i really like what you're talking about here man and i totally agree every now and then you got to do stuff like that because women need to see that your lady needs to see that other that you have other women that you have options number one but then number two that other women are kind of like attracted to you every now and then they come comment on your stuff Every now and then they chime in, hey, uh, I like that outfit that you got on, buddy. And your lady's going to see that and she's going to trip. She's going to be like, hey, who the hell is this heifer? But at the end of the day, if, if that person does leave a comment, nine times out of ten, your lady's not going to ask you to, to remove it. <laughs> She'll check you on it like, hey, who the hell is this heifer? But she's not going to say, hey, you need to take that down. Because in her mind, it's like, hey, this shows to everybody else. This this broad commented on my dude's picture, but I'm the one who's with him. Y'all can comment all y'all want. I got him. See, that boosts her ego. Yeah, my man. There's different women trying to get at my man, but I'm the one who got him. That inflates her ego. You feel me? So you might not, you do might not necessarily need to keep around women friends, but he needs to definitely keep around women he associates with because that's what you want. As much as y'all don't want to admit it, y'all not going to tell the dudes this. I'm going to tell the dudes this. (laughs) I'm going to tell them. But that's just kind of a little glimpse to the fellows and and that's to the fellows it's kind of a little glimpse into the female psychology i just thought i'd lay shot with a little bit of game there but in any case it's been a great program i hope i was able to give y'all some constructive information man um i really appreciate you taking time out of your day to join me that means a lot to me i know y'all could be doing any number of things and i appreciate that to the fullest um Big shouts out to y'all. Hope y'all are doing well where y'all are at. Again, this program was, or this particular edition of the Levels of Love podcast was brought to you by rootofalllove.com. To those of you who don't know, uh, because I know a lot of people join me on YouTube, this 
podcast is available basically on all podcasting platforms, wherever you get your podcast at. I do like a visual presentation on YouTube, but I try to make the program palpable to my other listeners who are who don't like to listen to their podcast on YouTube. I know some certain people out there they like to listen to their stuff on Pandora or you know like Apple or iTunes or whatever. Um, I went ahead and I found a way to put it on all those platforms. So you're more than welcome to whatever platform that you like to listen to podcasts on. And another thing, you know, like if you listen to a podcast nine times out of ten, you're doing something like you're like cleaning or driving or some shit like that. So I try to make it universal. There is a visual component I put to it on YouTube, but I try to make it as audio friendly as possible where you don't have to actually look at things on the screen. So hope I was able to do that. Um, again, with all your relationship questions, feel free to email me at the levels of love at gmail.com or at TSP at the stormy That's my other email. It's my centralized email. Feel free to hit me up. I'll put the phone number in the description. So feel free to hit me up on there. Thank you so much for joining. And I will holler at y'all as soon as humanly possible. Again, I try to do these once a week to the best of my abilities. I have my other podcast channel that I have to do those uh, episodes on also. But definitely thank you for joining us. I hope y'all have a very pleasant and constructive rest of the week. And I'll be hollering at y'all later. Thanks for tuning in. Please take care of yourselves until then.